Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a fantastic day. Thank you for all the likes, the comments, and the subscriptions. And thank you to everyone who is a clicker of affiliate links. And without further ado, welcome back to another News I Missed where I go over News I Missed. Schwab Asset Management. The asset management arm of financial giants Charles Schwab, amazing, has launched an exchange-traded fund or an ETF with exposure to firms linked to cryptocurrencies. In a Friday announcement, Schwab said its crypto-thematic ETF was expected to be available for trading on the New York Stock Exchange, ARCA, under the ticker STCE on the 4th of August. The fund tracks Schwab's crypto thematic index, providing an investment vehicle with exposure to companies that may benefit from the development or utilization of cryptocurrencies and other digital assets, likely because the U.S. SEC is special and has not given the green light to ETFs providing direct exposure to Bitcoin. The Schwab's fund will indirectly invest in crypto through companies. Schwab said that the firms included those involved in mining and staking, as well as those developing applications on the blockchain or distributed ledger technology, they said, for investors who are interested in cryptocurrency exposure. There is a whole ecosystem to consider as more companies seek to derive revenue from crypto directly and indirectly. This was said by the Schwab Asset Management's Managing Director, and Head of Equity, Product Management, and Innovation. Such long titles. All these titles are always so ridiculous. Every single time some rich company ends up coming out of the woodwork. So, this was incredibly popular news. Uh, when this was first released, and I'm glad that other people read through it, uh, this was actually touted as an actual cryptocurrency ETF that had launched within the United States. People looked a bit further into it, and they were like, wait, it is, but it's not. So it's basically, once again, a crypto ETF that is based on companies within the cryptocurrency space. This is not the first one of this that has launched. There have been two or three other ones over the last couple of years. I don't think the U.S. is going to be getting a physical Bitcoin ETF anytime in the near future. But it's fascinating to see how easily these get approved by the SEC as opposed to something that's literally just holding the actual Bitcoin coin. But yeah, uh, these continue to pop up all the time. And institutional investors are very interested in buying up Bitcoin more than they already have. But the idea that they would only do it through some type of vehicle like this always just seems really weird. Just buy on a crypto exchange. Like, what are you? You've waited all these years, could have gotten it at a cheaper price, but you're waiting for someone to give you the go ahead to be able to say that you can buy it through another company so that you have it in your portfolio instead of just buying it right now. Does that make any sense? Very little. Anyway, that's the Charles Schwab has launched a crypto-related ETF on the New York Stock Exchange, ARCA. And yeah, let's move on. Also in the news is roughly 100 more Cardano-based tokens are now supported by Ledger Live. According to a recent announcement, the list of tokens supported by Ledger include World Mobile Token, Ardana, 
And ADAX, A-D-A-X or ADAX, doesn't matter. Cardano implemented native token support within the launch of the Mary Hard Fork back in March. March? Okay, cool. Users are capable of creating unique tokens and conducting transactions with them. As of... Then it ends. Okay. In April, they released a new upgrade for the Cardano app to add smart contract functionality. The blockchain added support for smart contracts back in September. After the launch of the Alonzo, I forgot there's so many, I forgot, wow, I forgot completely that there was a Mary, there was an Alonzo, I forgot all of these things, wow. As reported by you today, Ledger Live has finally added support for Cardano in mid-June, geez louise. The Paris-based company remains the main manufacturer of hardware wallets that allow users to safely store their cryptocurrencies without fearing a possible hacking incident. Ledger boasts roughly 2 million active users. I use Ledger. I told you all that before. That's why I have the affiliate link there. I like their products. I think they're absolutely great. And the uh, risk of online theft continues to rise. And therefore, I like having a physical location for my coin. Uh, There's no, I don't think anywhere. No, there's no explicit list of like the 100 new tokens. It's more of a that there are 100 extra tokens on Cardano. Uh, that have been created. We, we we started hearing about this around February or March. There were times when uh, Hoskinson was doing his uh, normal YouTube ranting videos, and he was talking about how there are hundreds of projects on top of Cardano. So I guess 100 of them have now been added to Ledger Live. Once again, no list except for these three. I assume these are the three most popular, but 101 go is... Not too bad. It could have been five tokens and people would have complained. So you definitely can't complain because I assume it's the top 100 tokens that are popular out there. Yeah. So 100 tokens have been added from from Cardano onto Ledger Live. And I hope you like them. Yeah. Let's move on. Also in the news, in an official announcement... It was revealed that The Sandbox has begun preparations to move its smart contract platforms onto Polygon. With the migration, the Sandbox ecosystem will be undergoing some changes. Of particular note is that land and sand tokens will be bridged, which will serve to make the ecosystem cheaper and greener. With the added benefit of providing more features, The Sandbox has already started its deployment and bridge to Polygon. Thanks to this, users can look forward to uh, lower gas fees, higher energy efficiency, land multipliers for staking, faster operations, and more. So I thought land was its own token, which it technically is, but land just stands for the actual land that they're selling, but they count it as its own token. But I can what can what you can stake your own land. Am I not understanding that? I looked around before I made this video uh, everywhere, as far as I could, you know. uh, What exactly was a land token? Cool, it's the actual land. When it came to land staking, nothing was actually clear. I'm sure someone can clear it up for me, but I was like, you can stake the land? Why would you, how do you, what do you, okay. Uh, Faster operations and more. And there's the image for it right there. You know, the contracts for it, the bridge. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a staking feature. As mentioned earlier, land multipliers will make their return. I have no idea what that means. With the successful implementation of the bridge, users will gain a 15% land contribution multiplier 
that will be applicable in conjunction with all sand and sandmatic staking. I also don't get that. All users will be able to enjoy the benefits of the multiplier, though land owners in particular will get extra rewards for staking sand based on the amount of land they own. There's also going to be some kind of a cashback thing and upcoming uh, updates uh, and another token called the asset token. Okay. Land sales and estates and also experience. Post-migration users will be able to build experiences on their land on Polygon. It's just a lot going on. It's kind of like uh, the, the Dogecoin. No, no, no. Shiba Inu Metaverse where they also had like nine new coins coming out and it's like... I can barely keep track of the first one. So, yeah, uh, they're moving over to Polygon. I guess kind of normal news. I don't really know exactly what to call it. If you've been watching the last like 20 or so videos, we've had a couple of instances where a lot of companies are moving on to Polygon. Though Polygon is on top of Ethereum, Polygon is kind of it. Polygon is the, is the uh, what do you call it? Uh, the not staking expansion i don't remember it's kind of the platform that we've all been waiting for for a number of years It's cheaper transactions free transactions one cent transactions it moves at the speed of light so a lot of other companies are building on top of it and i assume many other um metaverse projects will also probably be doing the exact same thing because you can't beat the low transactions and also the fast transactions so yeah let's see exactly where this goes um i am I don't want to say a fan of, I, uh, I, I've i thrown my chips onto the table or my cards or my, something's happening on a table and I have some sand and some metaverse, uh, I mean, what's the other one, uh, Decentraland, Mana, because I'm, I'm curious to see if they both or if one of them actually ends up making it and just how high the tokens can go, let's all be honest here, it's about money when it comes to cryptocurrencies, but um, yeah, I want to see where this is going to go. And I, can I stake my sand to get land or manned or do I get some asset or estate? I should probably look into that. Anyway, that's the Sandbox Polygon news. And let's move on. Here's a really interesting one. Coinbase Wallet has rolled out a new feature that enables users to directly see offers from two of the leading NFT marketplaces on the web. Coinbase Wallet will allow users to buy and store crypto and NFT in one place, and it is also supporting thousands of coins, including all ERC-20 tokens because they love Ethereum. The self-custody wallet by US-based crypto exchange Coinbase announced on Twitter that offers made on OpenSea, the largest NFT marketplace and its Community-centric competitor, Rarible, okay, are now viewable on its platform. Mm-hmm. The announcement comes as Coinbase's own NFT marketplace saw its highest volume spike to date last month. Data from blockchain research tool Dune Analytics shows that the amount of volume processed by Coinbase's NFT was, uh, was only $1.1 million in seven days. And it has only been $4.5 million since they launched in April. Right. At the time of writing, Coinbase NFT has 10,400 users, while OpenSea has 1.99 million. So I thought this was fascinating. This was not the most popular news in the world. I thought it should have been. 
a lot of companies have tried to enter not only the NFT space, but the cryptocurrency space. And I think that they believe the moment that they launch something or some kind of product that is similar to something else. They're an NFT platform. Well, we're Coinbase. So we're going to also launch our own NFT platform and nobody ends up using it. That was a big thing for a while in crypto with um, not ETFs. What do you call them? Futures, 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 futures. A lot of cryptocurrency exchanges um, launched their own futures. I think Binance was one of the more popular ones. I, I, I think it was Binance. Don't remember. Who had a futures platform and they were pulling in pretty good money every single day. A lot of other companies who were well known in the normal financial markets decided to launch their own futures contracts for Bitcoin in like their own little space, and nobody was using them. What was it? What was the really famous one? There was some company who launched their own futures, and I think within four days, I think they had five thousand dollars of actual volume. It was nothing. It's it, I find these things very interesting when people try to like shove someone else. Well, you know, we're Coinbase. Of course, we're going to be popular and no one's using their platform. I have yet to use Coinbase NFT and probably will never use their platform. Uh, but good for them that they're trying to do this. The other really interesting part is that and I and I and I assume this took I mean, you know, you really need a humble pie for this one. The idea of Coinbase integrating the other two most popular NFT platforms onto their systems, essentially, like letting people see offers and what's going on outside of their platform, you know, that's, it's not bending the knee, but, you know, it's basically being like, we need more traffic onto our platform as well. I've, I've heard no one using Coinbase Wallet. To be completely honest, I only hear OpenSea, sometimes Rarible, and Vivi. Not even joking. That's literally probably about it. When it comes to like actual NFT platforms that people are using, uh, also I don't think I don't think anyone can make an NFT on Coinbase uh, NFT yet. Like I think it's still like this uh, prestigious kind of uh, only big artists can use it and stuff like that. Of course, you're not going to get anybody. You, what you need normal people to be able to interact with your platform. You know. Anyway, so yeah, Coinbase Wallet is now allowing people to, I guess, see what's going on also on OpenSea and Rarible. Isn't that funny? Let's move on. Okay, that's just completely not there. Wait, let me see if I can try and get it back. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, there we go. That's kind of weird. Is it? Oh, there we go. I do hope. <laughs> uh, high five to you if you sat there waiting for this website to reload. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all are having a great day. Great morning. Great afternoon. Great evening. Wherever you are, wherever you might be, do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, liking, supporting. And I will look at all the transactions on Ethereum. It's always wild. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. I'm following them. I want to see exactly. Oh, they ran away. Jeez, that was fast. We'll be talking <laughs> to you all soon. See you.